Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast. As always, it's your boy DJ Billy A. And across the way from me is my man, 50 grand. Get up on your microphone and tell him who you am, my friend. Yo, what's going on? It is your boy, Savage O'Malley. Yes, it is. Oh, yeah. Yes. The Macho Man's in the building. Well, hello, Mr. Macho Man. <laughs> it's your boy, Savage O'Malley, a.k.a. Big Skis, a.k.a. The Back Nine Bully. Yes, there you go. I like it. Incorporate that. Sleepy nickname. Hollow is retired because yes. he's got a bum knee. Because he's... <laughs> Tore up his cartilage and he's yeah. probably too fat. Yeah, I know the feeling. I can. Ah, God damn it! I can relate. I can. So we are here to uh, what I'm going to say. I'm going to put the stamp on it. My favorite episode of the year. Okay, okay, okay. I know I say this every year, but what do we talk about? We love movies. We love music. This is the episode where we dig in on our favorite movies and music of the previous year. So this- as. As my uh, friends who are very close to me have heard me say before. Yes, sir. This is the episode where I just talk about the things that I'm most passionate about, man. I love, I'm a movie fanatic and I'm a music fiend, man. And and, uh, this is the episode where we're going to talk about our uh, top five movies, uh, you know, or shows, top five things you've watched from 2023 and top five albums that you've listened to from 2023. So in our 209 Till Infinity tradition, we do a starting five, and then we always have a sixth man coming off the bench. And I told you prior to recording, I'm flipping the switch a little bit. There was so much this year uh, that I have incorporated a seventh. I'm calling this the, we're cutting you. I don't know, it's not a good name. You're getting cut. But we really liked your output, and we'd like to see you come back next year. So I've got my starting five. I got my dude coming off the Listen, bench. You know what I'm going to call that? What are you going to call that? Hey, you are important. Yeah. You are a big part of this team. Yeah. No, we don't sell your jersey in the store. That's right. <laughs> but we love you. We love you, and we hope to see you. Also, output. you're not getting a raise. Right. So it's that. 
Very important. So I've got my starting five. I've got my sixth man off the bench. And I got the one guy that didn't quite make the cut, but I still want to talk about him. So we're going to start. Scott Pollard pick. The Scott Pollard, baby. So we're going to. We're going to start with the, I told you, as discussed prior, we're going to do our six-man off the bench and then do our top fives and then go into the the honorable mentions or the, the guys that didn't quite make the cut after. Um, so where, where do you want to start this year? Do you want to start with the music? Do you want to start with the movies? Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to throw you a little bit of a loop. Okay. I have a movie list uh-huh. and a tv streaming list oh i love it i love it so i have both okay i like that i like that so let's start with uh the movies okay perfect would you like to go first sure all let's right start it off uh, okay so and, and as always every time we do this show Usually one of us has goes, fuck, I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, oh, 100%, 100%, especially this year. You know, what's interesting about this year uh, for both movies and music is there wasn't a lot of, oh my God, that blew me out of the water. The hardest thing I had wasn't picking the movies and the music, it was putting them in order. Right. Of what I liked more than the other because I was like, they're all good. But I wasn't like, oh my God, blown away. There was very little of that this year. Like very good, very entertaining, incredibly enjoyed them. But I had a hard time going, like there was a lot of those. But what order do they go in? That was the problem I had. Like which one did I like more than the other? I kind of liked them all the same. So it was tough. Uh, So let's start with the movies. Let's start with my sixth man coming off the bench. This I literally just watched in the last couple of weeks. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, didn't expect it to make the cut, but I really liked it. Was very disappointed in myself for not seeing it in the theater. My number six choice is Blue Beetle, mm. which you can stream on HBO Max, which is where I saw it. This is a beautiful portrait of a uh, Latino American family uh, just struggling to pay their bills and survive. It really is. And I know this sounds cheesy now because it's said so much in the Fast and Furious. However, what are they up to? 11. They're always like, family. It's all about family. It's all about family. But this movie really is about this family and how they're struggling to just pay the mortgage and get through. And their son comes home. It's the first son in the family to go to college. And he comes home and he realizes how hard his family has struggled to get him through that college. And now he wants to help them out. It just happens that it becomes a superhero movie in the process. But I thought it looked good. I thought it was funny. I thought it was touching. I thought all the characters were amazing. And I don't I really don't understand other than DC's just got a bad stain on them right now. I don't know why it didn't do better. This movie should have done for Latino culture what Wakanda did, what Black Panther did for black culture. Is that I feel like it was that important. And I have no Latino blood in me. I have no skin in the game. I just felt like watching this. You know, I saw a guy who said, "Look, man, this was a beautiful movie. There's no cholos. There's no gangbangers. There's no lowriders." This is a real Hispanic family going through real things. It was a beautiful movie, man. It was funny. It had a lot of good action. And as with all superhero movies, there's a post-credit scene where you could continue the story. And I'm just now praying that we get a sequel. But it didn't do well. So unfortunately, we may not. That's my six. Number five. Uh, my top five now. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, really loved this. Fun movie. Touching movie. Um, haven't gone back to it, haven't rewatched, but I know I enjoyed it in the initial watch. Liked it better than the second, not quite as much as the first, but a really good movie. Probably, if I had to go out on a limb, the best Marvel movie of 2023. 
I, I, I can't remember what else there was, but nothing else on my list. So right. <laughs> must be. Uh, According to you, it is. Yeah, yeah. Number four, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. Tom Cruise's almost 60-year-old ass is driving motorcycles off cliffs and parachuting, uh, jumping across the tops of trains as they wreck, kicking ass, taking names. This was a great cast, a great plot, well acted. One of the best car chase scenes that I've seen since the first Born Identity. Uh, just off the charts good. I don't understand. This was another movie that they claimed didn't make money. And I don't get it because it was mind-blowing. This was my movie of the summer, like the best movie of the summer for me. Um, number three, John Wick 4. I mean, what can you say? This is an insane... That's number three? That's my... Excuse me. Yes, number three. That's Dang. my number three. All right. That's... Uh, it's. I mean, what can you say about this franchise? They... they, they it's original. It's different. Keanu's doing his thing. The action's incredible. I have no idea what your two is. My number two is. Oh, a now I now I do. You do? Okay. My number two is Air. Oh, is that the one you forgot? It's not on my list. <laughs> uh, okay, but it will be now. Uh, yeah. Number two is Air. The story of Nike and how they courted Michael Jordan and got him into the company to, to represent the air, the creation of the Air Jordan, basically, is what the movie is. You never actually see Michael Jordan, just the back of his head. It's mostly about his mother and father and the people in Nike that try to are trying to get this fledgling basketball division to go. It's about people. It's about their lives and trying to make this happen and save a company. And uh, it was amazing. Um, so, I'm guessing... Yeah. Unless you are... Okay, I have an idea what your one is. Yeah. And if it's, I think maybe you forgot a movie or maybe you didn't like as much as I thought you did. So I'm very interested. Okay. I'm very interested. Uh, and also, Air was fucking fantastic and I can't believe I forgot it. It's so good. Uh, it's, we it's, talked about it's, it on the show. Character, character study, the people, the characters, they're amazing. Uh, my number one, and this was hard because this could have, for me again this year, this could have been John Wick 4 could have been number one. Air could have been number one. Mission Impossible could have been number one. I enjoyed all these movies, but my number one is The Flash, and here's why. I was just excited when I came out of the theater, and you can attest to this. It's been a long time since I've come out of the theater and had to, like, record myself. Like, yo, oh my God, Savage, you gotta see this. Get out of the fucking Little Mermaid. Get, in, get, get into a theater and see The Flash on the big screen. It's a must. Like, I was just excited. There was something about the nostalgia of seeing Michael Keaton again as Batman and seeing Ben Affleck, who I thought was a great Batman and never got the chance to really shine, come back. And then the humor and the touching moments. Uh, and this movie got shit on. The fact that this is my number one movie, there'd probably be a lot of people out there like, what the fuck is your problem? That was trash, garbage. I don't give a fuck about those people. The reason why it's number one, though, over air it's just, when I came out of air, I was like, Savage, yo! There was just something about it at that moment. Like, and I've watched it two more times since. Here's the thing, and I'll tell you this. When I watched Flash. Yeah. At home. When I finally, yeah. you know, got over the high of Little Mermaid. Right, yeah. <laughs> it was tough. I was... Thoroughly entertained. It was very good. I was very happy with it. Uh huh. When I watched Air, I was blown away. Yes. 
It was originality. We talked about it during oh, the episode. We talked yeah. the originality, the story, like just the, it was just so good. Yes. Right. And it wasn't, you know, Michael Bay wasn't blowing shit up and, you know, right, right, right. it was yeah, yeah, yeah. just the movie. It's something different because when you and I go to the movies, it's either Marvel or Star Wars or Indiana Jones. So it was like a really nice change of pace. And it, it, uh, it was a beautiful film and it could have easily gone number one. It was just something about the nostalgia of the way the Flash made me feel that I had to put it. I had Flash at one point in my list at number three. And I believe I had Wick and then Air. And I'm like, loved Wick, loved Air. But there was, I didn't come out of the theater like, oh my God, like there was a high there. Like, I just watched Michael Keaton be Batman again and holy shit, he died saving the day. And yeah, man, it just, yeah. So that was the reason. Like any one of those movies in my top five could have been number one, but they just, there was that little feeling that nudged the flash out. That was, so that's my five. That's my top five with my six man coming off the bench. So where are you at? Now, do you, 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 you still have some Scott Pollard's? I do. Do you want me to give some you Jared my Wallace's? You want me to give you no, my, no, 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 no. no? Yeah. I've so, got one album and one movie that are the, the backup to the backup. Yeah. <laughs> like they were, they're worth mentioning. Your Al-Al-Dhanabis. Yeah. The outlaw, the outliers. Let me just tell you something. Yeah. When I went back and looked, I couldn't, I was like, oh man, I don't even know if I have a top five movies this year. It, yeah. It, and I, I was dead wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There, I have a long list of movies here. Right. That I had to seriously look at and say, man, that was really good. Right, right. I forgot about that. Oh, I forgot about that. Right, 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 right. And uh, I wonder if the, the the your seven is the one that I thought would be in your top five. If it's not, I'll be surprised. Okay. I'm curious now what's uh, So, yeah. here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hit you with... Let me ask you something. Yeah, ask. What did... Is this movies? Is it the, just the... Th- something we watch that's not a tv show i think in years past we've done just when we were in quarantine and covid and shit wasn't coming out we just did stuff we watched okay so if it was a, if it was a movie on streaming or if it was something that you watched on network tv i'm good with any of that okay. sounds like you got a streaming list already so it, but that's shows yeah okay tell us not shows right okay so all yeah. right here's where we're gonna go number five you're not starting with your six man off the bench? Oh, you want me to start with my number 60 it, off the bench? I did. You don't have to. It's oh, up okay. to you. I'm going to go Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear. Okay, I didn't see that. It was funny uh-huh. and interesting Okay. and original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it was loosely based on a yeah, true yeah. story. Yeah. It was a movie when it was over, I, I literally turned to Justin and Kim... Maybe my mom. I don't remember who else was here. But I was like, that was way better than I thought it was. Oh, of course. Be. It like, did it did well. It got good reviews too. Yeah. Stunned almost. Yeah. yeah how yeah. much I enjoyed it. It was a surprise. This is your surprise. Entertaining, yeah. funny. Like 
I love your Unreal. mom. Unreal. Like, you I know. love your mom so much. The fact that she was probably there watching Cocaine Bear is Yeah, great. I mean, that is not yeah, a, a movie. Mama B and Cocaine Bear. I would not, if I was like, hey, Ma, let's sit down and watch Cocaine Bear, she'd be like, Bill, no. Yeah, <laughs> I'll pass. All right. I'm going to go see Wonka. Uh, and she did. My mom, the last time I saw my mom, told me how much she loved Wonka. Go number ahead. five yes. on my list. Uh-huh. The Machine. The Machine. I didn't see that either. The Burt Kreischer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie. Same thing as the Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Fun, interesting, entertaining, just shocked at how much I enjoyed it. Yeah. And what it taught me this year was, and and, it, and it's really, I, I think, and, and most of these things on here are come from this, uh-huh. is yeah. I just want originality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to be... You know what I mean? Like, I know the the machine, the the uh, the story, the comic clip. I know yeah, 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 about yeah. the you know. That's where it all came. Yeah, from. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But to take that and turn it into a movie and what it became, it, like it's just silly and it was yeah, fun yeah. and I yeah. enjoyed it. And that's the point of movies and TVs, right? To be enjoyed. Yeah, absolutely. It's to, to find enjoyment in it. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Number th- so number five is a machine. All right, two surprises right out the gate for me that I didn't see Well, I'm see not coming. done. I know, I love it. I'm ready. Number four. Uh-huh. Speaking of Mama B. All right, yeah. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Ah, okay. I thought that was fantastic. Mm. I thought that it was a better closing for Indiana Jones that we deserved, mm. unlike the Crystal Skull one. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love Indiana Jones, the character, Mm, mm -hmm. uh, brought enough people back and it was a good enough story for me. And I didn't feel like my biggest fear of watching that one was what I experienced when I watched blade three. I was like, Mm -hmm. shit, he's old. Yeah. 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 I I didn't get that. I, I, he's old, but I wasn't like. You know, he's an archaeologist, so there's a lot of, you know, we got to go and he's running, but it's yeah, not, yeah. it wasn't like I yeah. didn't feel like, you know, uh, but I really enjoyed it. Um, they didn't it, have him doing shit old men shouldn't do. Yeah. Ah, well, I guess some stuff. But yeah, but still, I mean, not yeah. un, like unreal, unbelievable He wasn't stuff. kicking people's asses yeah, yeah. and like he got his ass handed to him a couple times yeah, in yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so fairly realistic in that. In yeah, that, yeah, you know, for like, sure. Yeah, that dude's not gonna knock that dude out. No, and he didn't. That was that. There's one where he like punched somebody or something, and like the dude was like, "Yeah, whatever." What like, yeah, there's a scene what where he goes to he, he hits one guy, and they grab him and sit him down, and he just kind of goes, "Oh, I guess that's, that's right. Yeah. That's where we're at." Now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not 1984. No, anymore. yeah, it's not happening. Uh, yeah. So that's number four for me. I nice. really enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, now we get to the top three. Okay. Nice. And um, I'm going to just, I'm going to say my top three. And because my other one, this other thing I was going to put in the top three, but I'm going to put it in the top one in another category. Okay. Gotcha. Um, Number three for me Mm. is Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Okay. Uh, We talked about it when we watched it. Yes. It was different than all the other ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was the rocket origin story that yeah. we didn't know we needed. Yeah, but and it was great. It was fantastic. Yeah, we talked about how, for me and you, being animal lovers, mm. that probably paid a part into why we liked it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was 
like you said, probably the best Marvel movie of the year. Oh, 100%. and I liked Wakanda Forever. Yeah, yeah, I did, I did too. like the Black Panther too. I thought it was good, but this is better. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So that's my number two. Really yeah. enjoyed it. Uh, my number, or that was my number three. My number two mm. for the year. Mm-hmm. We are going to go with the Flash. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, all the reasons that you talked about, all the reason we talked about when we watched, when I, when I finally got around to it. Yeah. After uh, you know, and I know what you're thinking. Does that mean Little Mermaid's number one? That's it's, what I'm wondering. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm on pins and needles yeah, here yeah. Uh, for the, the Mermaid. Flash was, Flash was well done. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it when we were, when we, uh, when we finally reviewed it on the show. It pisses me off that Ezra Miller douchebagged it up, fucked it yeah, up. Yeah, you know because yeah. this was this is probably the best DC thing out yeah. there. Yeah, watch Blue Beetle. You know what it's, I mean? It's close. Yeah, you know? and, but yeah, and, 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 uh, and it's just and, and when we talk about DC again, and we've talked about this before, like I put Batman in a different category. One hundred percent. You know, I don't consider that a DC. That's no, it's a, a separate movie. world. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so. It really pisses me off because I really, really enjoyed the Flash. Yeah, it could have been. And, it could have led to so much more. And I never. And I, you know, I, I've gotten more Michael Keaton in the last two years than I thought I was gonna get. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. He's been in the Spider-Man flicks, and uh, I love him. I love him. He's having a resurgence. We're supposed to be getting uh, Beetlejuice too, as yeah. well. So I'm, I'm on board. Yeah. Uh, and my number one movie of the year was John Wick Four. Ah. Uh, absolutely love that movie. Uh, I thought it was a. Where were, did you put Aaron? No, because I didn't. I didn't. Oh, I, forgot I thought you were going to so. insert it somewhere. No, okay. I didn't want to change my list. Uh, I got you. Okay. Um, so, uh, if, if I was going to redo my list, I would probably push everything down and make air my number one. Okay, got you. But yeah. I fucked up, so I'm not gonna. It's all good. It's I all messed good. Up. If, Just know if you know me. And listen, air. listen. If yeah. you bet on my top five and I fucked you, my bad. Yeah. Hopefully, you used a promo code and you didn't lose too much money. <laughs> Uh, John Wick Four was great. I loved it. It was uh, it's everything I want from a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about it when we reviewed it. It's John Wick. It's silly because he's killing seven hundred people and running through towns yeah. and yeah, classic four Wick four episode four shows of of John Wick. We know what we're getting. Yeah, he's and, killed at least a thousand people. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and uh, I, I liked uh, I really liked the ending with the. Uh, the standoff and the, yeah. and the pacing and the it was just is yeah, yeah. the, the whole the whole again originality the the new characters they introduced Donnie Yen's character of the blind uh, assassin whose name is Kane is, was just great he was so good in that I loved yeah, yeah. I hope he comes back uh, and then there were several other new characters that I really liked too that I can't think of their names now off the top of my head but. Yeah, great, great film, man. I've I've seen it in the theater. I've watched it at home. I own it, a physical copy of it. I really, really love that franchise. It's the best new franchise in a long time. Uh, yeah, and so um, one that's mine. Top five, top. five, and, and the six man off the right. bench. Right, got you. Why don't you tell me what your number seven is? My number seven. So my guy that didn't make the cut, but I really feel like as far as movies go, that needs to be talked about is uh is the equalizer three okay yeah i I haven't seen it yet it's now streaming so it is it is it's um the least action out of any of the equalizer movies and again rightfully so we talked about it with indiana jones uh you know denzel's in his 70s now and it, it just they they made it more realistic in that but you also wait 
there's a lot of waiting in this movie. Uh, there's a lot of tension building and waiting. You know that Denzel's going to snap. You know that he's going to give these guys their comeuppance. And they're all going to be sorry that they fucked with the wrong guy. But boy, do they make you wait for it. And the only reason that you don't mind waiting is because while you're waiting, you're watching Denzel Washington, who's just electric. There is something about this man's presence and his whole, just the way he carries himself and who he is as a man that is just so easy to watch. And he just enthralls you and mesmerizes you. And there's some great dialogue and some great writing, but there is literally a very tiny action piece at the beginning, one in the middle and one at the end. And for the most part, you're just waiting for the big one at the end. Uh, but it's definitely worth mentioning. Uh, I would definitely watch it again. I saw it in the theater. Didn't feel ripped off that I saw it in the theater. Just went like, you know, not the best, but still Denzel doing his thing. You know, uh, great way. It it gives the character a nice send off. You know that he's going to be okay. Uh, right. and, and I won't say anymore because you haven't seen it. Can't wait to hear your take once you watch it. But uh, that was my seventh. It's on the January list. Yeah. Okay. That was my. Where's it streaming? Just out of curiosity. Uh, Paramount. uh, Netflix. Oh, is it on Netflix? Okay. I've got I I just got Netflix back. So, okay, I'll watch that again. Um, All right. So that's uh, that's your that's my seventh man that didn't make the cut, but still worthy to mention and talk about. Where are we going next, my friend? We've got music. You've got streaming shows. Um, where do we want to go? I don't have streaming shows. I don't think I really watched any new shows this year. If I did watch so, shows, uh, they weren't from 2023. Before we switch from that, yeah, I would like to know why this stopped making music. Oh, yeah, that could be a problem. Yeah, it's back. Welcome back. It's just a little glitch in the matrix. Yeah, that's all. Um, I do want to talk about a couple movies yeah so i have like a i've got a rest of my roster okay got you ready ready man called auto oh great film with tom hanks was great yeah original i loved it god that was 2023 wasn't it it's crazy outside it feels like forever ago but yeah it was yeah another movie on my bench that i thought was great and i liked it way more than i anticipated Uh transformers rise of the beast oh yeah i didn't see that you said very good good. very good i was very impressed with it um extraction two i didn't see that one. i enjoyed it yeah you've got netflix back i do have back you know what you're getting but you'll enjoy it yeah we got Netflix back because my wife's paying for it. It's good. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know. Listen, and like Country Woody, I know you're waiting for this. I'm, I'm not going to put him on the roster, but I know that you're waiting. I know you're a huge fan. Paw Patrol, the mighty movie. Oh, uh, shit. I didn't get a chance to see it. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm waiting for uh, the sequel. Yeah. Uh, you know, basically Paw Patrol versus Clifford. Yeah. Uh, is that the next one? Yeah, coming? It's, that's, you know, it's, it's, it, is it, is it's, it's basically Rocky and Drago, you know, nice. it's pretty much it. Clash of the Titans. Uh, and another movie on my bench, which I thought was phenomenal, uh, was Sound of Freedom. Oh, wow. Child trafficking movie. Yeah, I remember you talking about um, that. You that was intense. Spoke very highly at it. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, the other movie that you didn't bring up that I thought would at least make your top seven but I understand why it didn't was Creed 3. Yeah, I uh, in hindsight, that was one of those ones I came out of the theater going that was really good. But then I went back and I watched Creed 1. 
And I'm like, man, they fucked up not putting Sly back in. That was mo- Sly needs to be there. 100%. Like, they fucked that up. They fucked that off. And that's not to say that Michael B. Jordan ain't great. Right. And I know that he's canceled, but that's not to say that the other guy who played the big, I guess, kind of the old friend slash villain. What's his name now? I can't think of the actor's name I don't anymore. I don't know. He's canceled. Uh, Jonathan Majors. There you go. Was great. Was great. But there was a element of that movie that was missing it's still in the rocky universe and i love creed one i love creed two but after going back and watching creed one i couldn't put creed three on the list i was like no you know what fair enough they they just fucked that off by not putting sly in there he deserves to be there even if it was just if he just popped up for five minutes and was like hey kid look you don't need to fight anymore look it's over you've You've achieved everything. Let it go. And he's like, I can't rock it, you know? Even if it was just for a moment, a nod, something. Like one little thing or the picture on the wall was all we got. Right. It wasn't enough. So, yeah, uh, I it, that was a movie that hindsight, after I got out of the theater, became worse and worse in my mind. Like, not a bad film, just right. nothing special. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing that I was going to put number one in its own list, yeah. in its own thing, um, the Barry Sanders documentary so good was phenomenal it was fantastic it was my childhood my youth yeah my high school I watched years it. it was good after you told me I watched it it was excellent there there's a point in there where Barry Sanders they have the, the, the Lions are having like a reunion day or whatever yeah Barry Sanders is on the field talking to his old coach Wade Fonts and Barry turns to him and was like hey we did our best we tried and the coach goes, I tried more than you knew. Yeah. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, you know who called me? He's like, who? Joe Montana. Yeah. He's yeah. like, really? He said, yeah. He said, I want to play with you. I took it to the owner. And the owner said, nah, he's too old. He's washed up. We don't want him. Shit. And then Barry goes, didn't he go to Kansas City and have like four or five great years? And he's like, yeah. Yep, he sure did. That shit pissed me off so bad. That documentary was phenomenal. Uh, the thing that I picked up from it that I love so much I love that Barry had no interest in the accolades. Like None. Zero interest. And that's so rare. Still. And it, yeah, he doesn't give a shit. Like, he just wanted to play football. And, you know, he was disappointed that they weren't able to get it done and get the ring and get the championship. But all the MVPs and the, all, all those accolades, he didn't even want to show up for those. Like, he's, it, it's just a different animal. Like, that's so rare in this world. This is essentially... Right? Yeah. Like, uh, who, who's a football player now who is just, when you think of, like, one of the greatest? Like, retired? Or no, right now. Right playing now? right now. Playing right now? Shit, I don't know football that well, man. Uh, I don't know. Names I, I don't even. The, the thing is, is like, it's, the talent's so spread out now. There's yeah. not even, like, a. There's I no anybody right now per- that's like a. Is there one person who dominates like Barry did? I don't know. No, because they don't is. hang is around it? enough. Yeah. Here's the. Here's all you need to know if you if you don't follow this or whatever. Barry Sanders was arguably, there is arguably one of the or the greatest running back of all time. Yeah. Retired at the height of his career, had plenty of football left in him. Just quit, didn't want to play anymore. And then, no press conference, no nothing. He faxed in his retirement. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Said. Him and his him and his agent came up with a letter and he faxed it to the Lions. I'm not coming to training cramp. I'm retiring. Yeah, and disappeared. That was it. Yeah, like that's it. It'd be like 
I, I hate to use him, but like, if LeBron just left, right, and he sent out a tweet, right, I'm yeah, retiring, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for everything. Appreciate and it, it. Disappeared. Peace. You never yeah. saw LeBron again. Yeah. We didn't see Barry for years. Yeah. Crazy. Great documentary. If you uh, enjoy football or if you know the Barry Sanders story and you haven't seen it, it's on Amazon Prime. It's phenomenal. Uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, they've got real cool, like, you know, guest appearances, people talking from Detroit, Jeff Daniels, Tim Allen, Eminem. Yeah. Just oh, really well done. I'm not even that much of a football guy, and I really enjoyed it. Um, well, if we're going to me- give an honorable mention to a documentary, then I got to say on Netflix, I watched Sly. Phenomenal. Uh, basically they kind of give you his life story and how he came up and got into movies and then talk about the movie franchises that made him and parallel him to his life. So he talks about making the first Rocky and he talks about what's going on in his life and how that got incorporated into the first Rocky. And when he talks about Rambo, he talks about what was going on in his life and how aspects of his life made it into the movies. So you get this reflection of an old man at the end of his years who's coming to grips with the fact that he's almost done, that he's at the end of his rope, that there isn't a lot of time left and he's just cherishing every moment. And then he's reflecting on all his stuff from the past. Uh, Even Amber loved it. It was a great, great, I know that, I think you would really like it, Savage. It's on Netflix, it's just called Sly. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, I thought it was phenomenal, man. A really, really great, great, great documentary. If you grew up on Rocky and Rambo and watch the expendables or even if you're watching the tulsa king now it just gives you a little insight into the man behind the the legend you know right yeah very good tango and cash yeah or is it turner and hooch which one was he he was tango and cash turner and hooch was uh tom Tom hanks Hanks. yeah 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 good movie yeah so anyway that's my uh my my movie list yeah those are great man those are all good movies i I, uh, you want to go to the streamy pop yeah, give us the streamers because I don't have anything for that. So go ahead. Hit okay. That yeah. So so I came up with a, a quick top five uh-huh. uh, of of things that I streamed. Got you. Uh, number four. Uh-huh. Or number five, sorry, um, is um, Ahsoka. Okay, yeah. Number, number five for me. Yeah, fun show. Uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Very good. Uh, like all, pretty much the majority of everything. Um, with uh, Disney Plus that we've run into, starts slow and just really ramps up and gets better yeah. as it goes. Yeah, it took gets, a minute. Gets to the point where we're like, "Damn, it's over now." Yeah, yeah. Because it took three episodes or four to get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, number four, uh, Gen V. Okay, I didn't see that. The uh, yeah. boys uh, offshoot. Mm-hmm. Is heard good things. Very good. Yeah. Very entertaining in the in the boys universe. I heard that they're gonna be connected. Uh, it's very good. Yeah. If you haven't seen it on Amazon Prime, check it out. Uh, number three, uh, Mandalorian season three. Ah, oh, that's right. That did come came out. out in March. Yeah. Very good. We love the Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, enjoyed it. Uh, if you watch the Mandalorian and you pay attention to this show, you know that we're fans. Yeah. doesn't look like we're going to get any more. So cherish those episodes. Cause I think that, I think that's a done deal. Is I, it? I, I, he, I don't think he wants to come back. He was just phoning in the, the vocals anyway. He wasn't doing the. He was never there in the suit. He was just doing, and the way they ended it, like he was retired on his little planet. They might continue it with the the female character, I've heard, but Mm. then it won't be the Mandalorian. I don't know, for sure. But I've heard he's done and wanting to move on to other things. We'll see. Yeah, Pedro Pascal. Uh, Number two, Uh 
Loki season two. Oh man, great! Uh, just we talked about it. It was phenomenal. Yeah, it was probably the best Disney Plus show in a long time. Hundred uh, percent. It answered a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, it was. We talked about it. If you haven't scroll back a couple episodes, we talked about it when it was over. Uh, just the way that they did everything and 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 bounced back and forth between timelines. Yeah. And just insanely well done. Really well done. Yeah. And my uh, number one streaming show uh, for me, and this is a little bit of an asterisk, but it was Tulsa King. Yeah. I talked about how much I love this. Yeah. Uh, the first episode uh, was November twenty second, November twenty twenty two, but I didn't watch it till twenty twenty three. Yeah. So for me, that's the same. Uh, you know, that was it. That's close enough. Stuff that yeah. comes out right at the end of the year like that is yeah. fair game for this year. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So Tulsa yeah. King was my by far my favorite streamed show. I just really enjoyed it. I. I I definitely hyped it up after I finished it yeah, to yeah. you guys. Yeah. Uh, highly recommend it. It's on uh, Paramount, I believe. Yep. Uh, check it out. Uh, anyway, that's my top five stream shows. Dude, man. you got to watch Sly. You got to watch I, that it's, it's on the list. Bro. Yeah, you got to watch that. I didn't movie. even know about it. Yeah, I didn't either. I, we, we turned we turned Netflix back on because my wife was like, look, it's New Year's. You know, we got a couple days off. Let's watch something different. And I've been going hard on all of a sudden. Netflix had nothing when I canceled it. I brought it back and I've watched like four things on there and I was like, holy shit, they got this now and this and this. There's and I, a lot of stuff on there that like I, I wouldn't know about and, and I and I and I will be honest, like some of the stuff has popped up because of things that I've watched with Kim. Yeah. And she's like a true crime person and yeah, 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 things yeah. like that. Yeah, you've mentioned that. Uh, but I do like some documentaries and stuff. Um like I, I, I'm very much into things that are um like located close to us mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. what i mean like yeah, yeah yeah from the history and be like shit i've been there dude yes. i did i never knew that happened or whatever yeah. uh so i watched uh this show last week actually um called buried about uh -huh. the avalanche at uh in uh, tahoe yes in uh, like yeah. 82 yeah i saw you like post six about or that. seven people it yeah, was phenomenal yeah. yeah like just like it was basically like the true story of, like, we talk about the perfect storm, right? The movie, the perfect storm, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. like basically three storms come together, and then yes, it's like basically the what happened up there is the perfect storm of snow, right, right, and like they couldn't get ahead of the avalanches, and then like it happened, and mm. it was like three avalanches came together, and it, you know, killed six people, and Nuts. one person like was buried in underneath a locker and stayed alive for five days it was insane holy it's, shit i highly recommend it and that's the fact that Netflix? it was in, yeah it's called okay. buried okay and the fact that it was in tahoe an hour from where we grew up yeah 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 and i was you know i, I would never know i was six at that point or right. something like that but sure just crazy I, it's one of those things where like i think she fell asleep she didn't care yeah and i was just Riveted, hour and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. Focused, dude. It was so good. Man. That's awesome, man. Those are the kind of those are the kind of things that surprise you, and and those are those those pluses when you have a streamer like that. You're like, oh, didn't get, see it coming. Getting my money's worth when you find ones like that. I, I'll feel the same way. Uh, the Sly documentary was good. I'll mention another documentary. It's called Headliners Only, and it's basically the uh, the story of Kevin Hart and Chris Rock when they decided to headline uh, all the major arenas in New York. So they did the Barclay Center, they did Madison Square Garden, they did whatever the other ones are in New York. They did like four massive shows in a row. Uh, and it, you, you, it's a documentary following how they set that up and how they prepared and how they did it. 
And then, but it also backtracks and tells you how they got into comedy and the work they put in and what they did. And what I didn't realize and I never knew is that, you know, I know that Cat Williams is saying Kevin Hart is a plant, but when Kevin Hart was coming into comedy, he looked to Chris Rock as a mentor. And right. he said Chris was one of the first famous person he met and the first famous oh, person. Oh, fuck he, <laughs> And the first famous person that actually <laughs> gave him the time of day. Like he said, he would just ask him question after question and want to understand comedy better. Right. And Chris Rock became like a mentor to him. And actually Dave Chappelle comes on and says the same thing. One of the first famous people I ever opened for was Chris Rock. So uh, it's called Headliners Only, another phenomenal documentary, man. And that's right up my alley. And Chappelle pops up because at the Madison Square Garden one, he shows up and performs too. They tried to get Dave for all of them. And they're like, you know, Dave is doing whatever Dave's doing. He's out in, you know, his ranch out in wherever, tending to his sheep or whatever he's doing. And he's too busy, but he, uh, he shows up for the Madison Square Garden show. So there was a Kevin Hart, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle show at Madison Square Garden how they close out the documentary but it's phenomenal man all right so why don't we make the shift to music now uh again let's do it i got i got a top five i got a starting five and i've got um crab cakes <laughs> no i'm good thank you i appreciate it you got crab cakes getting back uh, to yeah us. yeah you want some crab cakes homie take a moment for the crab cakes hey kim how you doing yeah good to see you oh it's your, she's on the show yes it's official you gotta listen now kim yeah take your time so i I was just gonna say that uh yeah so i've got my starting five i've got my sixth man coming off the bench but i also have a seventh man that didn't make the cut but is worth mentioning again and again this year same with the movies with the music any one of these really could have been number one for me um there wasn't uh there wasn't an album this year that like blew my mind like this year for me for me there wasn't i'm not speaking for you i'm speaking for me there was a lot of good material this year do you want the crab cake review yeah give me a crab cake review what do you think listen we got some crab cakes at costco yeah you know mom did not kick it on the bill by the way okay gotcha yeah we that. discussed that yeah i don't know we just got them i think they were you know sometimes you go to costco and it'd be like let's try it yeah it'd be like 14.99 but it's like manufacture coupon 11.99 yeah 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 well now we gotta get them yeah right uh, these things are pretty darn good, man. All right, shout out to Costco. Costco crab cakes. Go check them out. Air fry them up. Phenomenal. Go on with your list. Sorry. I don't know if you are aware. They also do pizza. Next time you're there, you might want to give that a shot. Costco has pizza. Yeah, they have pizza, dude. It's crazy. Um. Oh. I, all right. So, so I music. Didn't, anyway. I didn't do my uh, grind my gear thing either. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's get. To, we'll get to yeah, yeah. our we'll music do it. and then we'll grind it out. Hey, yo. Uh, So, all right. So, my top six. So, my sixth man coming off the bench is Jelly Roll, Wits at Chapel. Uh, I enjoyed this album. It's not my favorite version of Jelly Roll, but I just love Jelly Roll so much that I couldn't not include this album. Uh, I I just, he's just a phenomenal person and an incredible talent. I can't wait to see what he does next. Um, so that's my number six. My sixth man off the bench, Jelly Roll, Wits at Chapel. My number five coming off the bench is a man we were talking about when I first showed up today. Uh, it's an EP. It's Greaves and Mouse Powell's Why Not. Um, love Greaves. The man has been kind of absent for a while. He gave us an instrumental album. Uh, and then he released this EP. And I was highly disappointed at first. Not the biggest Mouse Powell fan, but it's six tracks. 
I think they're all Greaves beats. They're all Greaves style songs. The hooks, the subject matter, the verses. It just happens that Mouse Powell's on them. And you know what? Mouse does his thing. I wouldn't listen to his solo stuff. I gave it a shot after we saw him live with Greaves. It was okay. But on this, he steps up. And it's a, it's just, to me, a great Greaves EP that happens to have Mouse Powell on it. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. It's six tracks. And what do you and I always say? If you're only going to give us six. Make them count. Make them count. And I there isn't a skipper on there for me. I, I listen to that. It's 19 minutes. I listen to it front to back. On my way to work, I can listen to it twice sometimes. And it's it's I think it's phenomenal. Um, okay, so that's number five. Number four, another EP, another six songs. This one's under thirty minutes, but this is another guy who's been kind of absent that you and I both love, uh, and just has kind of fallen off the radar since he dropped Allegory, and that's Royce the Five Nine, the Heaven Experience EP. This is prime Royce to me. This is Royce in his bag. He's singing. He's dropping bars. He's having fun. To me, this is uh, Prime Royce. Now, what I don't mean Prime like in his prime. He's in a group called Prime. <laughs> that can be very confusing. Yeah, that can be confusing. He's in a group called Prime. And I think my favorite Royce is Royce when he's in the group Prime. Like he's just spitting bars for the sake of spitting bars. Like Royce has kind of gotten into this. I'm going to be serious. I'm going to tell you about my life. I'm going to talk about politics and government and racism. And that's that's the that's the uh, Book of Ryan Royce. I love right. that. There's elements of that here too. But I feel like this is more Royce just having fun and spitting bars. He sings. He talks about his uncle on one of the songs. He talks about being a grown man. Yo, I'm a grown man, dog. That's a great song. Uh, this EP is another one. There's only six. I can listen to it front to back. The song with Redman? Get the fuck. Redman? Prime Redman. Now, I'm not talking about the group Prime. He kills that track. Red, it's so good, man. Uh, anyway, that's my that's my number four. Number three is the Chino XL, Stu Bangers, mm. God's Carpenter. I, it's just Chino. Uh, if you've listened to this podcast for the last five plus years, you know I'm a massive Chino XL fan. Chino is just a beast. He's just a metaphor freak, a bar spitter. Um, it's not as much about the content for him as just about just crazy bars. And Stu Bangers drops in these dark boom bap beats. And it's a perfect marriage. Um, I think for me, the only reason this didn't rank higher is because sometimes the subject, I would like a little bit more subject matter in, in, in it, you know, like talk about something other yeah. than just how insanely good you can rap. Like the one song where he talks about relationships is probably the best song on the album. Not not probably, I'd say for me it is, uh, but still an, an insanely good album. Chino at his worst is still better than most 99% of the MCs out there. Yeah. Number two was the sixth album in three years from Nas, Magic 3. Uh, loved it. Not my favorite in the Magic series. Magic 1 is still my favorite. Uh, but this was really, really good. Uh, of the six albums, this is one of my favorites. I'd say Magic 1, Magic 3, and King Disease 3. Those three are vinyl worthy, in my opinion, from his collection. Uh, and that's not to say the others are bad. They just aren't as good as those. So that's Nas and Hit Boy. Hit Boy on all the beats. Nas just doing his thing. Like, I don't know how he did this for six albums. Like, but the content's insane. The storytelling, the subject matter, the rhyme schemes, the flows. 
I mean, he just proved. He, he, he literally, I think what he did in the last three years with these six albums was go, look, you guys say I ain't got it. I don't know how to pick beats. I don't know how to make good albums here. Here's six fucking albums in three years. Shut the fuck up. It's basically what he did. Right. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal. Uh, and my number one, this is an album that I wasn't looking for, wasn't waiting on, had no clue even existed. The only reason I found out about this album was because I follow the DOC and the DOC did a song with this group called Fast Ones. I then listened to the single and then checked out the album when it dropped, fell in love with the album, grinded on it all year long. I talked about on our Spotify episode that four of the songs were in my top five and then the rest of the album was in my top 100. That's the co-defendants, This Is A Crime Wave. Um, if you love Sublime, if you love the Red Hot Chili Peppers, if you like Green Day or Blink-182, uh, it's this perfect marriage of rock, hip-hop, punk rock, reggae, folk music. But a lot of times when bands do that, when they bring all those styles together, it's cheesy. It sounds forced. It doesn't work. This just sounds like the co-defendants. It just sounds like what they were meant to do. And it's founded, the group is founded by Fat Mike, who's uh, who was in a band called No Effects. He put this group together with some other punk rock musicians who happen to love hip hop, love music in all its forms. And they just created a phenomenal album. If any of our listeners out there like rock music, um, I would highly recommend the co-defendants. This is a crime wave. You're welcome. I, 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 I love it start to finish. So that's it, man. That's my, uh, do you want me to give you my seventh man? That sure. My honorable mention didn't make the cut, it's but probably not going to be on my list. Uh, it was on your list last year. Oh, uh, so I, it came out in November of 2022 and that's King's disease three. Hmm. Had it come out a little later, this probably would have been much higher on my list, but unfortunately when it dropped in November, I hadn't sat with it enough to put it on my list then. You had you ranked it very high on your list. I don't remember where it was, but it was was it one? I don't remember. It was really high on your list uh last year. Um but it came out in November of 2022, so I hadn't listened to it enough to place it then. And now unfortunately it's been so long that a lot of other albums have come out that I really loved and listened to more this year. But that doesn't mean, like I just told you, it's the, one of the best of the six that he dropped. It's phenomenal. So King's Disease 3 by Nas is my my honorable mention. Coming off the bench, didn't make the cut, but worthy to mention. Well, all right. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right. What, all right, what all you right. got, my friend? I'm curious. Well, sir, let me tell you this. My list is a little off then because I looked at... Uh, Spotify, and it said that King's Disease 3 dropped April 28th, 2023. Really? Okay. I saw November. So, yeah, I put it on my list. Okay. You did have it on your list last year, too. So, yeah, yeah. If that's the case, then somebody's lying. Maybe Let me they... check. Let's, 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 hey, see, let's go. Siri, when did King's Disease 3 drop? November 11th, 2022, through Mass Appeal Records. Interesting. I wonder what's... Maybe they re-released it in April 28th or something? It's possible. They could have added a, a remix. Or a different... Yeah. yeah, a different version, an edited version, something. But yeah, released November 11th, 2022. Yes, because right. you had it on your... So I'll put that in my uh, my uh, Slidal King's Disease over to... 
My seventh. Okay, got you. Now, yeah, so we both have that in our seventh. I can't remember where you placed it last year. You had it high up, though. It's a great album. It's a phenomenal album. It's vinyl worthy. Uh, Let's hear what you got. So, uh, six man of the year. um, And this is going to fall into the... uh, My six man is the Tech Nine album. Okay. Bliss. Yes. It's good. There's a lot of good tracks on it. Yeah. Um, Tech is getting to that point where, you know, he's about done. Yeah. And uh, he doesn't... He's... He's he's rapping about uh, not like atmosphere, like things that I should be you know, like dad rap. But yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah. his content's changing a little bit. Yeah, for he's sure. He's a little less aggressive. And yeah, little, yeah. You know, um, but I still enjoyed several things on it. Sure. Yeah, I did too. Um, so that's gonna be my six. Uh, my number five mm-hmm. is going to be, um, and this is this is my asterisk one. Okay. Uh, Larry June, Spaceships on the Blade. Oh, that's right. It yeah. came out in 2022. I didn't listen to it until 2023. Right. Gotcha. I didn't really get into Larry June until this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as we talked about, he was on my top five artists. Uh-huh. A surprise. Uh, but Larry June, Spaceships on the Blade album, mm-hmm. really enjoyed. Um, I've listened to a couple of his other albums, and they're okay. Um, but uh, I really like this album. Right. Um, so that's my number five. Number four. I am going to go with uh, Nas, Magic 3. Nice. Uh, huge, uh, like we talked about, Nas dropping all those albums in six months. Yeah, six years, yeah. Uh, uh, three years, six three and years, three six years. Six and three years, yeah. um, you know, and just, they're all good. They're yeah. All, no, no, they're all great, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. And uh, this is another one. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Was surprised when it came out again. Like shit, another Nas album. I, I I still haven't sat with King's Disease or excuse me, Magic Two, because we like literally November twenty twenty two we got King's Disease three, then we got Magic Two shortly after that, and then he announced Magic Three's coming, and I'm like fuck, I haven't even finished Magic Two yet. Like the guy was just on a tear. His right. pen just had to be smoking like on fire, dude. Which brings me to mm-hmm. my top three. For 2023. Can't wait. Let's go. Number three. Yeah. King Iso. Uh-huh. Ildren. Okay. Haven't listened to it. If you know me, you know I love me some Iso. I do. Uh, he raps about a lot of stuff that I appreciate. Uh-huh. Uh, mental health and kids that, you know, struggle. Like, he really, his content is very savage. Uh, yeah. based it really hits home for a lot of uh, things that I in, I do in my regular life uh, so uh, King Iso Ildren really love it uh, he is uh, he's an extremely talented rapper and uh, Tech is really trying to hand him the crown so yeah. I'm not sure if that's going to make him change his stuff or he is who he is or I'm not really sure He's the guy right now on Strange Music. Yeah, yeah. they still have a couple guys, uh, you know, that have been Joey around cool a long time. Those kind of yeah. guys, uh, the Jerry Robinson guy, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I checked him out. I went and checked Jerry because I, he was on something, and I'm like, who is this guy? Like, where is he popping up from? I think I sent you something. Yeah, like, he was touring with Tech Nine or yeah. something. He was on tour, and I'm like, who's this Jerry Robinson guy? And I checked him out. Not bad. Not anything I'd like rush out and want to listen to. But he's got some tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'll tell you this I thought about this the other day uh, every time new releases come out release radar on Spotify we're at that point now where like 
artists are just doing songs left and right and features. Yeah. And you know, 90% of the songs that get released every week are with somebody I've never heard of. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and there's nobody else better cashing that check than Chris Calico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I heard him on a song with some random dude. Uh, and uh, I was like, this guy cannot be making as much money as he would be if he was still doing stuff with tech. It's hard to say. It depends what his split was. How much of a cut did Strange take? To be on a label, whatever you make, they get a percentage. So it depends on the percentage the Strange is getting. Now, everything he makes is 100% his. Obviously, whoever he did that song with gets a cut. Right. But when he puts out an album now, and all those Chris Calico fans, Chris Calico fans come to him, it's 100% his. So I don't know. That's a great question. That would be interesting to Very find interesting out. interesting to know the money game. Yeah, yeah. It, I don't know how, how that translates. But All right. So number three, King Iso Ildren. I dropped in, uh, I think, late October, a day after my birthday, the 27th. Yeah. Um, the same day that I was at the home opener against the Warriors. Yes, sir. And we lost. I don't want to talk about it. Right. Uh, number one and number two. Number two. You know what it is? You have a guess? Chino? No. No? Uh, Jelly Roll. Oh, I should have known. Witsit yeah. Chapel. Yeah. Which then leaves me with a number one that you don't know. No, I don't. I have no idea. Jelly Roll, Witsit Chapel. Uh, I uh, We talked about this. I love this album. Uh, it is... Uh, it was... Uh, it, we talked about it when we talked about the album. We talked about it when I went to the concert in September. Mm-hmm. Um, huge fan. Love Jelly Roll. Uh we talked about I like I liked it a little bit more than Bill. Yeah, I'm a little more country. He's a little more city. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so uh, this this album I loved. Um, it's basically an infusion of hip hop and country and yeah, singing rock. and yeah. rock and everything. And I really loved it. And uh, I really loved the concert. It was fantastic, even though we were in Bakersfield. Uh, but it was really great. Uh, really enjoy the album. And like you, I'm interested to see where he goes from here because. Same. Yeah. I, I, I told this to Kim on uh, on New Year's. I feel like I had a pretty good year. Yeah. This could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know anybody that had a better year than Jelly Roll. Dude. Oh, man. He's I loving like, life. Like 2023, man. Like I watched just... him on the Dick Clark's New Year of Rockin' Eve that's now hosted. They still call it that, but it's hosted by Ryan Seacrest, and I watched him perform. And he was just like, he's everything he does, he's so grateful. He's like, are you kidding me? New Year's Rockin' Eve, come on, let's go! And he's just hugging Ryan Seacrest and holding them up in the air because he's so little. It's like throwing a rag doll around, right. you know. Like he's just so happy to be where he is. Like, and it's infectious. Right. Like I said, I couldn't not include that album on the list. It had to be on the list somewhere. It's I love Jelly Roll. I love more of the Waylon and Willie and the more hip hop side of things. But that does not don't take away from the fact that this is still a great album. It's just. I prefer Jelly Roll. What it did, what it made me do is I listened to the album for a while and then I went back and started listening to all of other Jelly Roll stuff and it's why he was my artist of the year because I just listened to Waylon and Willie and Addiction Kills all year long. Like, right. I spent so much time with Jelly. Like, crazy. Number one. I'm curious as hell. What is it, dude? Uh, no. Yeah. Snow Patrol. Yeah, there it is. It's the Little Mermaid soundtrack. Yeah, it's the Little Mermaid soundtrack. I knew it! 
<laughs> it didn't make your movies because you were holding out for the albums. I knew My it. My number one album of 2023. An album uh-huh. I did not expect to like, let alone love, let alone listen to as much as I did. So both of our number ones are a surprise yeah. for us. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, this, I'll tell you this. This album was out for over three months before I was like, okay. you know what? I'm going to go check it out. What is, yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm curious. What is it? X-Rated, A Prayer in Hell. Ah. This album dropped twenty or uh, June 2nd, 2023. Okay. I didn't listen to it until after Labor Day. Okay. Not because I was like, fuck X-Rated or anything like that. I just was like, I had heard him on a couple features. Yeah. And I was like, whatever, man. Like, I appreciate X-Rated's from SAC, and we grew up with the yeah. gangster shit, and he went to prison and, you know, got out and, you know, hooked up with, I don't know how, we talked about it before he even got out and hooked up with Strange. Like, he was, like, hanging out with ISO and doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't even know how yeah. they hooked up or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it just wasn't a thing. And then, like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back and check it out. And I downloaded it, listened to it on a plane ride. I haven't heard And it. I just couldn't stop. It's called A Prayer in Hell. A Prayer in Hell, released on Strange Music. There's obviously, of course, a tech track. There's a track on here with ISO. Uh, there's a track with a couple other guys that are just, you know. Strange dudes. Strange dudes or are around. his people, yeah. This, that dude AWAX. Yep, yep, yep. That yeah. hangs okay. out with ISO all yeah, the time. yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a track on here with Razkaz. Oh, nice. Um, it's just, there's a, you know, Joey Cool, of course. I'll tell you what, X-Rated surprised me. I think it's on the Tech 9 album. There's a track with a bunch of people on it. And if Joyner Lucas wasn't on that track, X-Rated would have had the best verse. But unfortunately, Joyner Lucas is an absolute monster. Like, And here's what, here's what Joyner Lucas, dude. Yeah. He's insane. He comes on. He purposely shows up on other people's tracks and is like, you know, I'm going to embarrass you, right? right? Like, that's all there is to this. Right. Like, you're going to let me go last or you're going to be sorry. Like, yeah. We, we talked about it on yeah. Sriracha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, Tech comes out, has a really good verse. Good. Right? Yeah. Fucking Logic mails in his verse. Yes, he does. Right? Yeah. And then Tech comes out and, like, his little mini verse before Joyner comes out is better than Logic's. Yes. And then Joyner comes out and absolutely destroys everybody on that song and everything else on the album. <laughs> yeah. Just, and then Tech talks about it. He's like, I had no idea Joyner was coming that hard. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, I was just sitting there, like, nodding my head and just, like, in awe. Yeah, because, yeah. You know, he talked about it on one of his shows he did and just, like, he's a monster, oh, dude. And God, it's, he's a- I feel like Tech had to come back with that little mini verse because Logic phoned it in so hard. I feel like Tech went, oh, man, I can't. I'm going to have to come back in here and do something. I've been on the road. I should have got this verse to you a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. And he says something about a cap you in the head like a Kennedy. Like, dude, that line's been used so many times, dude. Like, come on, man. You could come better than that. So, real quick. Yeah. What this album does for me Uh is X-rated, like I said, is from Sacramento. Uh Uh-huh. He was a gangster rapper and literally a gangster. Oh, he was hardcore. Like more hardcore than like NWA because he was talking satanic shit. Like and on top of that, shit. yeah. The reason he went to prison is because he described a fucking murder that he was part of. That he was yeah. part of Absolutely. in a song. Absolutely. That's how they got him. Yeah, they were like, "Play 
See you later. You told enjoy your yourself. enjoy your yeah. fucking time yeah. in prison. Yeah. Did his time, second chance, whatever. He came out, he still has a little bit of the gangster rap in him. Yeah. But he's also a grown man and been through some shit. Yeah, he'd been to prison. And he turned his life yeah. around. Found God. And, in and it's a combination of kind of both of those. Mm-hmm. And at our age, yeah, it really spoke to me. It gave me enough of what I love about rap with the gangster piece. Yeah. And then also the real life stuff. Yeah. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did not see it coming. I did not see me liking this album as much as I did to wow. the point where I just, it's my number one album of the year. Yeah. Can I tell you what I thought your number one was? I'd love be? to hear. I'm surprised didn't make your list. Uh, Michael, Killer Mike. Great album. Yeah. Yeah. Great album. I thought I, when, when you were like, but then when you said it surprised you, I was like, I don't think Killer Mike was that much of a surprise. So then I didn't know where you were going with that. But I didn't see X-rated coming. But I'm surprised that Killer Mike isn't somewhere in the list. I really well, am. here's the thing. Yeah. One of those things. Yeah. Forgot about it. Yeah. Okay. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, I got it you. It probably would have been four or five. Okay. It probably would have just knocked Tech into the seven round. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the album. I know. I do too. I, I really I'm kind of thinking about. It. I didn't mention it either. Like, yeah. It was a good. It was a good record, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Great list, man. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of the year, you know, uh, I, I mentioned that there wasn't, uh, for me, that big album that like blew my mind this year um, because we didn't get, let's talk about what we thought we might get that didn't get. We didn't get the double album from Yellow Wolf, which we were hoping for, didn't get. Uh, also, we've been hearing for over a year about missionary style, probably for a year and a half. Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, even to the point where DOC was on a podcast and was like, I'm flying out to LA to help them wrap up the album and do a couple more tracks. Uh, those two probably would have been game changers, I think, on our list. You, you, you get a you get a Yellow Wolf double album, that probably would have been high up on our list unless he totally tanks, but I don't think he's going to. And let's be honest, a Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg album, that would have probably changed our lives. Um and there was some stuff we got this year that wasn't what we wanted. Um, the Busta Rhymes album that I was really looking forward to was a dud for me. Uh, that, had it been like the previous album, may have registered pretty high on my list. Uh, we finally got an Andre 3000 solo album that we were all waiting for on pins and needles. And it's a fucking all instrumental, no vocal flute album. Right. And it's still streaming well simply for the fact that it's Andre 3000. It's doing well. It's outstreaming rap albums. I feel like people are saying they like it just to kind of have Andre 3000's back. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for like sure. They're like, oh, me and my wife love it. We put it on while we're doing chores. All right, man. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. The only people I believe are the people that are like, I put it on to go to sleep at night. And I'm like, okay, that I could see. I've listened to it enough that I go, I, I buy that. I buy that. Yeah, I'm not going to put on, uh, you know, straight out of Compton when I'm trying to go to bed at night. Yeah, that's probably not going to be. Crazy motherfucker name Ice Cube. Yeah. Yeah. Out like a light. Um, But yeah, there was a lot of stuff that that I think those albums would have been game changers on the list. Like that double Yellow Wolf album, that missionary style album, we get a different album from Busta Rhymes. We get a true Busta Rhymes album, or we get a a fucking actual Andre 3000 solo rap album. I'm sure that would have been top five easy. I'll tell you the thing too, is, yeah. is we heard several people talk about, they just heard Andre's album and it, they're like blown away. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that was... Like, I don't know why people would say that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess maybe they were blown away with 
I can't believe this is a I thing. can't believe it's a flute album. Like, holy crap, I'm not blown away in a good way. Yeah. Right, <laughs> but I'm all, he, uh, Andre's my friend. So all I'm going to say is I'm blown away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I think that's probably more uh, what it speaking was. Speaking of Andre, did you see my Crocs? Oh, oh shit. You got outcast Crocs on. Holy shit. Yeah. Beautiful, dude. I love We're, it. I'm just out here, you know. You got some Wu Tang Crocs too, I don't do. you? Oh, man. You're living the dream, baby. I'm just out here. Out, out here doing man. what you got to do. But yeah, I feel like any of those albums are what we thought they'd be, or any of those other albums drop. Maybe the DOC AI album. Well, I'll tell you this. It would have been insane. Too. I'll tell you this. Yeah. Uh, 2024 should be good because the Yellow Wolf album is definitely coming. Yeah. Uh, I heard March. Okay, nice. Uh, you know, it's it's been done and being mastered and all that stuff yeah. um and, and and in classic yellow wolf fac- fashion he'll release a bunch of stuff and then he'll just pretty much disappear from like we'll see him writing and doing things and making songs and stuff and he'll pop up on some on some individual stuff um but he won't release anything and then all of a sudden he'll drop like three or four things at once i feel like this is the longest gap we've gone in quite a while from him like no i think we had that that before he dropped that big gap we didn't have anything that whole year yeah. Plus, feels like it's been long. Cause like I don't know, Mudmouth dropped at like the like November or something. Yeah. And then like we had that whole next year until like fucking Caskey and shit in February, yeah, and then nothing in April. So it was yeah. like 15 months without any new Yellow yeah. Wolf. And then he gave us like five albums. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, man. I'd say there's. I'll tell you that my biggest disappointment that I think this is the first time in a long time that he hasn't made my list is Locksmith. He's all over my top 100. I think he released a lot of great music this year. But normally his MO has been to release singles all year and then slap them all together in an album and put like one new song on. He's done that like the last couple of years. Like pretty much since he dropped Ali, he hasn't dropped a traditional album in a long time. It's been the Lock Sessions Volume 1, the Lock Sessions Volume 2. But this year we've gotten some insane, like some of my favorite, like I love that song, Haters. I love my haters, all of my haters, I love my haters. And he's given us several other like really strong tracks. Right. And uh, I just kept waiting for the album and it never happened. And it, it hurts a little bit to not have my probably favorite rapper, one of my favorite rappers of all time, not on my list. Like, cause he usually makes my list. And uh, yeah, that was tough. Cause he, he's such good music. And at the beginning of 2023, he's like, I'm going back in the studio, working on an album. And then he proceeded to give us the, here's a song, here's a song, here's a song, here's a song, but no album. So I'm like, I can't put you on the list of albums if you don't give me an album. I'm not going to create a playlist and give it to you. Like, you got to give me an album, dude. Right. But man, some phenomenal music. And it really did hurt a little bit to not, I can't even put him in like honorable mention, you know, because he's like, he didn't give us an album. I can't, I can't do it. I, I think my biggest disappointment was I was, I was really looking forward to the andre 3000 thing oh man that hurt and then we you know we saw a couple people be like dude blown away yeah you know like talk about it and i was like oh god dude like because even now like when he will randomly pop up on a song i'll be like he'll murder it he's not even trying I feel yeah like. yeah yeah you know what i mean he's on cruise control <clears throat> he popped up on uh Killer Mike's. He's on Killer Mike's. Yeah. 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 Great, uh, great verse. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it, uh, <coughs> and Killer Mike, when he was promoting his album, is like, I'm going to listen to the new Andre 3000 album right now. There's an album. It's coming. I'm going to listen to it after I leave here. Like, I wonder, I would have liked to have seen the look on his face, man. <laughs> I, maybe he already knew, right. but because they're friends. But damn, dude, like, yeah, uh, such a disappointment. Like, when that, I was praying it was a joke. 
But I'm like, Andre doesn't joke like that. Like if he's telling us it's a flute album, it's a flute album. Here's the thing though, and here's what I told some people. If his heart's not in it, if he just feels like he's got nothing to rap about and he's not motivated, that fire's not lit in him to make an album, to rap anymore. Like he said, I'm 48. What am I going to rap about? Getting a colonoscopy? Like, you know, what do I have to talk about? I'm old. He's like, my heart's just not in it. I'm not feeling it. I think, all right, dude, give me the flute album rather than a half-ass like attempt, like a forced attempt to try to be relevant and make a rap album. You know what I'm saying? Like if his heart wasn't in it and it would have come out and sucked, the album was like, yo, he's not feeling it. You can tell he's not into it. Then maybe it's for the best. That's what I told somebody. Like, look, if if it's not, if it's not where his passion is, then do your thing, man. Like, and hopefully the passion comes back someday. You know, I, that's all I can say. Like, listen, man, it, I want, it sucks. I, but, I don't want to bring this. I, I'm going to bring it up, but I don't want to bring it up because we need to close this out. Yeah. But, uh, you know, mission, when the when the the, the the rumors about Missionary dropped, they said that that shit was going to drop at the end of 2022. Yes. Yeah. When we went all of 2023 with nothing. Yeah. Do you think that, like, Dre was just inspired because he almost died, and then after he got more healthy and back on track, he was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that shit? I think, I think it's coming only because I trust Snoop, and if the DOC says he's going to the studio a few months back to help him finish a few more songs... I just think Dre's a perfectionist, and I think Dre refuses to release something until he feels it's done. So until Dre feels it's right, we're not going to get it. I think we will get it, but I'm not going to sit and hold my breath waiting for it anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, But no, I don't think Dre's washed his hands of it, because Dre also did an album with Marsha Ambrosius, I think it is. Like, I, I They released a single. We haven't gotten the full album yet, but he finished the album with her supposedly he's going to do some more work with Mary J Blige and there's this Snoop record. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I just feel like when you work with Dre, you're on Dre's time clock and his clock's different than everybody else's. Snoop's like, let's put this shit out. I own a record label and this would be real good look for my label. And Dre's like, yeah, it'd also be a shitty look if it sucks. Right. So I, I'm not doing another Compton, you know, I'm not going to have people bash me. Like, we're not putting this out till it's right. So I, I don't think he washed his hands of it, but I don't think it's coming out until he deems it ready. Well, that, my friends, yeah, is the music and movie review of 2023. And the TV. Nice nice look with the TV, dude. I didn't see that coming. I didn't even think about that. Glad I could help, bro. And you had a lot of shows. I didn't think I watched any shows. And then every show you listed almost, I watched, except yeah. for the Tulsa King. So yeah. No, good. that was a good look. That was a nice little added bonus. Um, I know we're running over, so next episode we'll get to the what grinded your gears. And we're gonna start off with I'm yeah, coming yeah, out the yeah. gate, grinding the gears, baby. All right, but you really want to know what grinds my gears? Yes, in 2024. Yeah, I'm, I can't wait. And hey, listen, please. What were your favorite movies? What were your favorite television shows? What were your favorite albums? What did you think of our movies, TV shows, and albums? We would love to hear from you. We need your feedback. We will use it on the show. It helps us create content. Hit us up. Tell us how you feel. Happy Tell New Year. stuff. Enjoy this 2024. We're on our way. We're well into it. We're going to get this going and do it the right way. You, you ready for me to get us out of here? Yes, sir. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good is nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Be safe, everybody. Where's my flute? <laughs>